This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. And this is Kirsten Leister at Burger underscore Lurker on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. can hear their tv i'm trying to think i'm trying to figure out if they're watching game of thrones still because they were been watching it all day oh yeah they gotta catch up before yeah tomorrow. oh yeah they're um, trying to cram the entire series right. before the finale um is game of thrones something you'd ever want to watch i know that you're good doing winter beard yeah tentatively I, titled i don't know mm. uh i have n- everyone keeps telling me that it's so great i just mm-hmm. have no ambition to want to watch it okay yeah. Eh. Okay. Especially well, because everyone is shitting all over the last right. season. So <laughs> right. Doesn't really inspire. Like, yeah. The will to like you know. That's fair. Everyone's yeah. like complaining about it so much, and I just and, don't really want to go through that. I guess. Okay. So like the is the complaining about it is that turning you off from it? And also like what would be more of a <laughs> terrible way to phrase it? Um, what would be more? What would more effectively turn you away from it? Um, the complaints about the final season, or just people like talking about it, like throughout the years. Like, oh, I don't, I don't, is, I don't yeah. mind that. Okay. Um, because I know some people get kind of irritated. Like, there's always the like joke tweets and stuff saying like, "Okay, I get it. You don't watch Game of Thrones, so yeah, you have to I, talk about no, it." No, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Um, I don't. Uh, well, I. <laughs> It's it's not that I don't want to watch it, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know. I I mean, I'm sure I'd like it if I watched it. Sure. Everyone else likes it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much that like yeah. I have in my queue that I want to watch. Yes. It's just not higher up than anything else. Mm. So there's plenty of stuff that is higher up than that. Right. That's fair. So. Um. I mean, I if know. I live long enough, I may end up watching it. You know. Yeah. But I don't, my lifespan isn't. Right. Like my my Netflix queue is longer mm-hmm. than. My lifespan. Isn't that the worst feeling yeah, though? Like, like there's oh, so I'm much. Never gonna, yeah, I'm gonna die yeah. before I watch everything. Yeah, I hate that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I hate but that. I'm gonna think about like after you die, like all the great movies that are gonna come out after yeah. you die. Oh yeah. 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 That's that. That sucks. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Like that's one thing that I'm so glad that I lived through like this. Like okay, these cultural touch points of like pop culture touch points, like um the whole MCU thing leading mm-hmm. up to Endgame and Game of Thrones and then also Lost. Yeah, because, I mean, people in the future, like, yeah. they can watch it, but we yeah. were there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And there's, like, no way that people can replicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, that having to wait an entire yeah. year to see how Endgame plays exactly. out after watching Infinity War. Exactly. Like, that's, you know, in, in like, I think in, like, December, it's going to be on Netflix. That's probably. what I heard. Or it'll probably be on Disney+. Plus. Um, oh, m- m- maybe it yeah. is Disney+. Plus. But, uh, you know, like, someone can come can watch Infinity War for the first time. Yeah. And then immediately follow Into a it double up with Endgame. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you don't understand the pain we went right. through for exactly. an entire year. Speculating. Yes. And avoiding spoilers. Mm-hmm. And the trailers would come out. And everyone right. would freak out, you know. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. Jeez. It was a lot yeah. to handle. Oh, yeah. It's tough being us now yeah. in 2019. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. Um, so we this is the beginning of the episode. We didn't... What? No, I just said we got it rough. Oh, yeah, yeah. we did. Um, yeah, this is the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep that in. 
But I want us to do the intro before that. Oh, no, that's going to be oh, boy. tricky. Yeah. Let me go ahead and do the intro. And then, yeah. Music. Do, 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 do. Pizza hates Kirsten. She does. Um, well, no, she, she was kind of, she was. She, She's warming up to you. Yeah, she was rubbing yeah. on my leg yeah. earlier, which is yeah. a good sign. Yeah. And like, okay, she does it, but I do it. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Matt, stop. Stop rubbing on my leg. It's yeah, weird. It's, it's my hands are on my no not on my person. Um, <laughs> yeah, revise. Yes, that uh, <laughs> parking lot special. Oh um, no no no! This no, no. part's getting cut out. Um, okay, uh, so yeah, so this is the obsessive viewer. Uh, we're a movie and TV podcast that covers a specific uh, a specific topic, be it genre, trope, movie, or show each episode. You can find more of our work at obsessiveviewer.com, more of our podcasts at obsessiveviewer.com slash podcasts, and you can also like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer, and you can also follow us on Letterboxd at obsessiveviewer, obsessivetiny, and I am Mike White. And finally, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer at the minimum rate of $1 per month for an ex- exclusive RSS feed with content recorded specifically for Patreon supporters. Um, before this episode, we recorded, and you, if you pledge money to Patreon, you will learn so much about the history of Kirsten and um, the uh, her friend in high school that she was voted most inseparable from, mm-hmm. and what happened after. So find out how it ends. Exactly. Yes. Um, so yeah. So Kirsten, hi. Hey, uh, you're what's here. Up? I am. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> little uh, regret. Yeah. Right. <laughs> regret and Qdoba. As yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So how's it going and everything? Yeah. Oh, I'm good. You act like we haven't. I know. Well, spent the all, entire day together. It's all for the podcast. Like it's all a show. That. Yes. I'm exactly. great, Matt. How are you? Good. I'm doing all right. It's been a hectic good. like nine hours. Yeah. Um, just, it's been just, just stress and just like, ugh, this whole day. And, uh, yeah. For the, for the, it's for the show. <laughs> sure. Sure. All for the show. Sure. Uh, so yeah, so today we are, oh, I'm your host, the aforementioned matter. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have a script right in front of I you. Do. How are you screwing this up so bad? I don't know. Anyway, today we're talking about Detective Pikachu, mm-hmm. and we're doing our next installment of our TV show swap, Lost Point. Um, we, yeah, so we're going to do that. Um, I don't really have any news or anything, so, I mean, we can dive right into the review. Are we going to talk about the Loki? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so let, let's kind of expand that a little bit. How are you feeling, like, now that we've seen Endgame, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Disney coming out with their streaming service? We didn't talk about this last time, did we? Yeah, you asked me if I was going to get it. Okay. On the podcast? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, are you going to get it? We, we talk about a lot of things. I <laughs> we never, do. I, I don't remember specifically if there was a microphone in my hand at that right. time. Right. Um, I think, I think we talked about it. Uh, oh, okay. I'm probably not going to get it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we did talk about it. Yeah, anyway. just, well, just cause I, mm-hmm. I mean, I only have one stream. I only have Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I barely. That's like, true. We've talked about account. that. Um, so I, I, I don't want to pay for another thing that I'm barely going to mm-hmm. use. Um, you're not going to pay for it to see WandaVision? Maybe if they change that god awful <laughs> name. Um, no, the Loki show does sound interesting, though. Yeah. Um, I think that's the one that's going to be not coming out this year or anything. I think it's going to yeah. take some time. But sure. yeah. 
Um, um, yeah, I th- well, I think Loki is the strongest and most well-liked character that they are basing a show it, off of. Yes, that from the Loki fans has a huge following mm-hmm. online. Yeah, like me, I uh, I'm more excited about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, and and that's just like I'm I'm I like Loki a lot, but yeah. I just don't. I, I guess you would say I don't get the the love for the character. Um, well, I think a lot of it is the actor. Yeah, that's true. Um, Tom Hiddleston is, uh, uh, I don't know, he's he's huge on the internet. Like fan girls mm-hmm. love him, right? Um, but I I I found something on Tumblr the other day that I sent you. Yes. Um. Do 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 do. <laughs> And it's um it's some someone's post and it says uh, the Loki TV series will reportedly follow Tom Hiddleston's Loki appearing during certain moments in human history as an unlikely influencer on historical events. And then they gave an example. God, that would be so great. Romans say, "Ah, oh, Caesar is such a dick," and Loki says, "Stab him." I don't know. <laughs> and the Romans are like, "You know what?" <laughs> and that's I mean that's really the best way they could take it. Uh, absolutely, because okay. With the, um, with the whole, I don't know, like the whole idea of a Loki show, like this late in the MCU, like mm-hmm. this phase of the MCU, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we know that everyone loves Tom Hiddleston and everything, but like narratively speaking, like where does his character go? Yeah, well, now? I, it, also, you know, Lo- Lo- Loki, yeah. you know, is dead, right? Um, in, in the main timeline mm-hmm. of the MCU. In that, yeah, and let's eh, let's not talk about spoilers or anything. But there's something in Endgame that's like could lead into a Loki show. And that I hope, I think I hope is, that's how they do it. Me too. Oh, it yeah. It would just be so interesting. Like it picks up right from that moment. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. The way my door is, it's it's weird. Um. I'm just a little paranoid. Like. Oh yeah. After that, someone tried to break into my apartment a couple nights yeah. ago. So. Right. <laughs> So. Um, yeah, and I, like, yeah, yeah. God, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, terrifying. it was in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, twelve thirty. Well, um, I, I had been asleep for sure. like two hours. So sure. Look, you know, here's the thing: you complain all the time about how tired you are and how you wish you would go to sleep I early. Know. And I actually do. It's a burden. And in the mornings, I feel great. Well, that's a lie. I still feel very tired. Right. Yeah. But I get through the day. <laughs> well, you probably do too. But yeah. Still. Right. <laughs> Okay, We're so to talk about Detective Pikachu. I know. Okay, so are you? Okay, so first of all, we just had a really ridiculous conversation about Endgame and I'm time gonna, travel. In time travel, so I'm going to put that at the end of the episode. So if, spoilers and everything. So. Expect that, but we're back, and uh, yeah, so let me go ahead and introduce us to our review of Detective Pikachu, and let me bring it up here. So, uh, Detective Pikachu is, uh, I'm so excited about about this joke. Um, are you ready for this, by the way? Yeah. This, this, this joke that I'm about to lay at your feet? Yeah, So, Detective Pikachu is a movie about a world where... Um, battles happen and it's, it's like kind of, um, kind of, uh, um, what's the word? Like tournaments and stuff. And it's all based on people sneezing and they like, they want to, the movie's all about someone trying to find their peak a chew <laughs> to win the contest. 
is a chew. Are you done? I am. I've been so excited to share that joke. Why? Because it's so stupid. See, here's the thing, you guys. He wanted to tell me this joke earlier. I did, and then he was like, "No, no, no, wait! I'll save it for the podcast." (laughs) I almost made it my check-in on Facebook, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. So, (laughs) okay, so. Uh, for real, <laughs> the Detective Pikachu movie is, in a world where people collect Pokemon to do battle, a boy comes across an intelligent talking Pikachu who seeks to be a detective. Uh, this movie stars Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu, Justice Smith as Tim Goodman, uh, Catherine Newton as Lucy Stevens, and Bill Nighy as uh, Howard Clifford. Um, yeah, directed by Rob Letterman. And I want to say... I don't know if he's really done anything else that I've seen. Oh, he directed Goosebumps, Monsters vs. Aliens, Shark Tale, um, Gulliver's Travels. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so this is Detective Pikachu. Kirsten, I know that you are a huge, huge Pokemon fan. Yeah, I like Pokemon. Um, yeah, and like <laughs> pretty much throughout the movie, uh, you were basically pointing out all of the Pokemon they look so cute. Um, they do. Oh my god! Yeah, they adorable. The, so, the Bulbasaur's got me. Mm-hmm. They were so cute. Yeah. Oh, and they do travel in a pack. Oh yeah, that I like. <laughs> that was great. Like when when you said that, I was like, I, like that was okay. Of the last two theater experiences we had, <laughs> like that moment was my I'm proud of you moment. Oh. So that was good. That was a good reference. Oh, um, so let's talk in non-spoilers. Like, yeah. what did you think of Detective Pikachu? I know that you were really looking forward yeah. to it. I was um, very yeah. pleased with it. Nice. Um, visually, it was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. The, the renderings of the city, Rhyme mm-hmm. City, um, the environment looked great. The Pokemon just fit in the universe. They looked really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that it was really well done. I thought Justice Smith did a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, always enjoy Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really strong movie. Nice. I, I, I liked it a lot. I don't, I don't think I loved it as much as, as you did, but well, I yeah, do. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm much more invested in the, exactly. in the franchise. Yeah. So. Um, but I will say that I agree completely. Like the, the way that the Pokemon are like, displayed (laughs) like the look of them is just so like it fits so well Mm -hmm. like i'm shocked that from my understanding there hasn't been like a live action pokemon property or anything i don't think so um and i'm like watching and i'm like that i don't know why because like it's the movie starts out with um uh tim tim yeah, and Good Jack. One. And Jack um, going, it's basically like the introductory scene is them going into, um, like, finding a Pokemon and, and trying to capture it. And just, like, that moment, like, I was just sitting there like, wow, that's, like, I believe this world. <laughs> like, yeah. I believe this world exists. And, like, I didn't, because, like, I'm familiar with Pokemon. Like, I played it when I was a kid mm-hmm. for, like, uh, five minutes. Um, God, my, I couldn't put it down. And I, and okay, I, I'm being a little bit like uh, flippant about it. I guess it would be the word. I don't know. Well, but, you're a few years older than me, so you yeah. might you might have been a little too old. Like when Pokemon, when the Pokemon craze started. Yeah, I know? think that was that was that was. I a was part I of was it. ten years old. I mm-hmm. was the I was the exact right age. Okay, I that's was right fair. there. 
Um, and like I played it, I played it quite a bit, or not quite a bit for like, uh, I don't know, like a month probably. Uh, I played a lot and then I just kind of set it down and never played it again. Oh my God. But like my, uh, I was really a fan of Charmander. Mm-hmm. Um, I was charmed yeah. by the Pokemon. Um, and so like I just, I just liked that, uh, game a lot, or for a brief time in my life. But I just never really thought about, Pokemon in general, um, like I like I had an emulator on my phone for mm-hmm. a while that um, that I played and it was like cool. Like I playing that like in the last year or so, I was like, okay, I can see why this is a craze and why it's yeah. super addictive too. Well, and I'll also say like when you were a kid, you probably played the Gen One games, mm-hmm. um, and there was a huge leap in quality when we got to the gen two games. Now, obviously they're, they're much more advanced now, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it, the, the the gen one games were so buggy. Okay. Um, and I mean, there was kind of a rush to get them done, Mm -hmm. um, and get them localized for American release. And by the time gen two rolled around, they really got, it it was like, those are the games that they wanted to make. Mm -hmm. Those are the games that they intended to make from the beginning. They're they're so much better quality than the gen one games. Okay. And that emulator, what gen was I playing? You were playing gen two. Gen two. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed when I played it and everything, but, um, I just, I just really bought into the whole universe kind of thing. Like I just, I, it's so like there was a moment in the beginning where it's like introducing us to like the world and it's kind of like has this voiceover thing like Pokemon are a part of our world and have mm-hmm. been for centuries and stuff. And I was just like, I was like blown away. I was like, Oh, these, these are the animals of that world. Yeah. Like that's the animal kingdom and everything is yeah. these Pokemon. And it's like, I was just, it was encompassing. Yeah. And I was like, I was just so like into it. Like mm-hmm. I was like, this is, this is really good, like immediate universe and world building. And it's like, this is something that I could see being like, I, like again, I'm so shocked that there, that there hasn't been a live action thing. Maybe it's a technolo- technological thing, yeah. but like I could see them doing like live action Pokemon movies and like expanding this world. And I would be all for it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this could be like a cinematic universe thing. Yeah. Um, well, I think one, one thing we talked about before, because mm-hmm. we, we've talked about it when the trailer came out. Yeah. That Rhyme City is kind of a standalone. Mm-hmm. It, do, it yeah, doesn't not... exist in any of the Pokemon games. Yeah. However, they did make a connection because there's a poster in his bedroom that advertises a tournament mm-hmm. in the Sinnoh region, which is one of the regions oh, in the okay. game. And they also talk about when they're talking about um, Mewtwo was created mm-hmm. um, 20 years prior to the the movie. I think they said okay that that it was or, or they lost track of it 20 years ago or something, and that was why mm-hmm. they were trying to find it. Um, and they said it was found in the Kanto region, which is I, another region in Pokemon. So I we we that. know yeah. that we know that this exists in the world of that that Pokemon exists mm-hmm. in. Like like they didn't you know Rhyme City isn't just like a separate right. universe. So they could conceivably. Mm-hmm expand this and and i mean hit all the regions and Mm -hmm. and i mean really like do a i mean this could they could make this franchise easily that's really interesting because like i think one of the reasons why i kind of fell off of it when i was a kid Mm -hmm. was that it was around the time i i don't know if it was around the time that it started or or if it's uh something that i discovered and just wasn't into but the um 
the cartoon. I just wasn't into it. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't too big on the cartoon either. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched it as a kid, but I was much more into the into the right. the Game Boy games. And I think that that kind of just I collected the cards did. too. And see, I never got into I've, the cards. I've, I've still got a whole binder in my nice. attic, um, in my at my apartment, mm-hmm. um, you full know, of cards. I gotta uh, check them and see if there's any value. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. My, uh, as a quick side note, and we'll get back to the review. My sister just texted me and my brother like a couple days ago, and was like, "Look what I found!" And it was like, um. A big pile of pogs. <laughs> oh that we yeah, had. yeah. And it was like I was looking. At it, I was like, "Holy shit!" Because yeah. like, like, uh, like in the picture that she sent, like I could see, like, okay, I I had goosebumps pogs, and I had no idea that I don't remember those existing. Mm. And like you can see, like we we tried to write our initials on the back oh. of each one <laughs> to see whose was whose. And like I remember, like if you look at the ones that have my. Um, initials on it in the picture it's like like you can tell like it's i didn't understand how ink worked <laughs> um so like i was trying to write on it but like the the texture of of it didn't like what the ink wasn't doing it so like i pressed down on it yeah. so you can see like it's a basically an engraving of my initials mm-hmm. on it um yeah so anyway um so you just root you just totally devalued those paws pretty much yeah those could have been collector's items. Uh, well, uh, I don't think they were ever going to be collector's <laughs> items. Um, but yeah, so anyway, the, the construction of the, of the world, the world building was yeah, great. And yeah. I think, like I said, I think the techno, uh, the, the tech involved with it is probably what kept it back because yeah. like they're, like you said, the renderings of the, of the world are incredible. Mm-hmm. And like, there are so many Pokemon in like every scene down yeah. there. Yeah. Um, just in the background walking around, like you really believe like, okay, this is a city that is kind of cohabitated yeah. by humans and their Pokemon. Well, and, and they all looked unique and textured mm-hmm. and they, they had distinct expressions. It yes. was very, they were very well done. Mm. That was the big selling point for me. And really anytime there's like CG characters like that. Yeah. Is the way that they emote mm-hmm. and like Pikachu in particular, like emoted yeah. really well. Yeah. Like I was so invested in that character mm-hmm. and it was, it was a really charming experience, yeah. a charmandering experience. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, not to, not to jump into spoilers or anything, but just when the, the there's a scene involving a Charizard, like when I saw that, I was like, Oh shit. Like I've, re- like it, it made me remember how much I loved like Charmander. Yeah. Um, cause I think I actually evolved. Charmander into what's the second one? Charmeleon. Charmeleon. And then yeah. I think I did I think one of like the big moments of my life was I actually got him to evolve into a Char Charizard and I was yeah. like super excited about that. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. So anyway, um what did you think of the plot and everything? Again in non spoilers and stuff. So oh, it was good. It was yeah. engaging. Uh, mm-hmm. well I'm you know, and I'm always trying to keep it in the reference that it it was a kid's movie. Right. Um uh it was uh, yeah, it was really good. I mm-hmm. I I Okay. I was invested in Tim's story okay. and Pikachu's story, and okay. I, I wanted to solve the mystery with mm-hmm. them. And you did. I did. I totally I nailed <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was Like, it was pretty spot early on. in, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think... Uh, oh, and just, by the way, if you listened to the last episode that we did, I did not tell anyone to shut the fuck up. Um, D- yeah. Not during Detective Pikachu, not no. Not during de- de- Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, even though, and I, okay, so it, it, hypothetically, if I had seen the movie without you, I don't know if I would have been invested enough to really try to deconstruct the mystery mm-hmm. or like try to guess it ahead. I think I was just more 
enamored by the visuals and yeah. just the the performance between uh Justice Smith and, yeah. and Ryan Reynolds. I think they had really good kind of chemistry. The comedic timing of Pikachu is like he was like the <laughs> he felt at times like the character that it was existing for the adults in the audience. Oh yeah, like he he made so a joke. Great. He made a joke um, at one point mm-hmm. when uh, when they when they go back initially when they go back to um, um, Harry Goodman's house mm-hmm. um, and and they they're in the bedroom that would have been Tim's if mm-hmm. he had lived with his father and he's like oh you had a Pikachu bed um, <laughs> that's not creepy at all and then he's like you're not gonna turn me into a lampshade are you and I'm like that's that's. <laughs> That's a deep joke for the adults here. Yeah. That's not for the kids. Oh yeah, that in the uh, I've gotten really good at being alone at night. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was great, and that wasn't even Pikachu, but like Pikachu, yeah. like made like his snarky remarks yeah. about it, and like that just was. It was great. it was a well scripted um, mm-hmm. movie. It yeah. was it was funny and quirky. God, oh, yeah. I loved when Pikachu started singing the Pokemon theme yes. song. That was great. Now, now it was earlier in the movie they played the mm-hmm. Pokemon theme song and you could right. hear it in the background. I'm like, oh, it's a po- it's a, it's from the TV show. Yeah, and I and, never would have picked that up. And then he sang it later and I was yeah. like, yes, I would have been the very <laughs> best like no one ever was too. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, was, it was so great. It yeah, was great. and that like makes me not question it or anything, but like that kind of goes a little bit deeper to developing it and everything or like into considering like the universe because like in this universe it's like okay these pokemon exist and it's a world where pokemon exists and everything so in this universe it's like okay they made the games in the show as just fans of like the culture of pokemon training and everything and battling and it's just like interesting to think about it that way because it's like we have years of content and um stuff that's been created just for Pokemon fans yeah. and stuff. And like this movie kind of makes it like, okay, this is all in universe fan, like merch. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's just, it's really kind of interesting to see it that way. Um, other non-spoiler stuff. Um, I, I looked it up. I, I, I said, I was pretty sure when we were watching the credits, mm-hmm. um, Ikue Otani, oh, yeah. um, was, she is the original, Japanese voice actress okay. for Pikachu, mm-hmm. um, in the, in the cartoons and in the Japanese movies. And, and she reprised her role, uh, doing the voice of, uh, the Pokemon voice of Pikachu yeah. in the movie. So I thought that was That's really cool. really cool. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the action in the movie? Like the kind of battle oh, it was scenes? Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of it for a movie about, you know, right. Pokemon battles. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it was, it was more about the detective mm-hmm. side than about the battles. And there's the whole right. thing where Pikachu doesn't remember how to use his powers. Yeah. Um, which, which kind of, uh, limits what they can do with that. But what we did see was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the big battle toward the end was really well done. Yeah. Um, and the scale of it was good too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really interesting to watch. I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Nice. Uh, so did I. I, it makes me excited about the, the prospect. And maybe this is just the world we live in. Like, it's excited about the prospect of potentially franchising it. Like, yeah. um, I would love to see yeah. a franchise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, let's dig into spoilers, I think. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go into spoilers. Here's a clip from the trailer. Uh, if you haven't seen Detective Pikachu, uh, go ahead and beware that we're going to be spoiling it here in a second. Um, if you want, check the show notes and uh, for timestamps to jump over to our Lost Point uh, segment. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Oh my God! You can understand me! Stop! I've been so lonely! They try to talk to me all the time. All they hear is Pika Pika. Oh, you can hear him, right? Pika Pika! Yeah! 
love. Pika, pika, pika. He's adorable. You're adorable. They can't understand me, kid. Can no one else hear him? All right, that was a clip from the trailer. Uh, we're spoilers on for Detective Pikachu. So, uh, Kirsten, bring me through, like, tell me about your mind as you were, like, piecing <laughs> together the mystery. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of, like, the first yeah. time the thought entered my head. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, um, Infor- when 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 we realized that Pikachu lost his memory, mm-hmm. I was like, "That's suspicious." Right. And then we found out that he couldn't use his powers, and I'm like, "That's more suspicious." Mm-hmm. And then we found out that Mewtwo did something mm-hmm. to Pikachu, and I'm like, "That's definitely Tim's dad." Like right. that's like oh oh oh, and, and the whole thing where uh, they wouldn't show his face. N- okay. Not not even I knew I knew way before then. Okay. When when um. Tim first inhales the R serum. Mm-hmm. Oh in, yeah! In that first scene when he's in his dad's apartment, mm-hmm. um, and then he can find out he can talk to Pikachu. He was like, "It must have yeah. been that purple stuff." Right. But but then at the Pokemon cage match or whatever, mm-hmm. a bunch of that stuff goes off, and right. and it doesn't affect anyone else. And so I'm like, right. so it wasn't the R serum that allows him to hear Pikachu. And mm-hmm. also, I thought it was weird that like, oh, it allows him to hear Pikachu, but not the other Pokemon. So right. I'm like, that's weird. But did they ever but, explain why he could hear? Because it was his dad, right? But like, okay, so like that—that that makes sense. But but well, but but, but the why... thing is, I knew it wasn't the serum, right? By then, and I'm like, the, the reason he can understand him is because it's his father, right? Okay, so like that's and that's why no one else can understand. I him. I, I think yeah. so, yeah. And 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 so I was like, whatever Mewtwo did, he like he 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 put Harry Goodman mm-hmm. into Pikachu. And erased his memory. And I'm like, and, and I knew he, you know, Mewtwo had to have had a reason for it. Right. Um, but yeah, I totally, I totally knew way. Like, yeah. And then like, they would never yeah. show, like, they, they yeah. didn't show his face that's, ever. There were several clips of him. That's where I would have picked up on it, I yeah. think. Because like, it's, and granted, yes, it is a kid's movie. But like, it's like, they did not try to be clever about yeah, that Yeah, yeah. They, they weren't subtle about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was, I was like. I think Pikachu is his dad. Right. And you were like, like his mom fucked a Pikachu. <laughs> and I said, first of all, his mom would have fucked a Raichu. Right, right. Um, but no, but no, I was, I was like, think about it. There's going to be a big reveal at the end and mm-hmm. it's going to be Ryan Reynolds playing right. his father. And see, that kind of blew my mind a little bit when you said that because you're like, we haven't seen any pictures of him or anything. Yeah, there were no pictures yeah. in his apartment. There were pictures of Tim when he was a kid. There right. were pictures of his mom, but we never, we never saw any images yeah. of his dad from the front. So mm-hmm. I was like, it's totally going to be Ryan Reynolds. Right. And I was right. Yeah. There was I'm also... the detective Pikachu now. <laughs> Perfect detective skills. Uh, yes. Um, but I, okay, let, let's, let's kind of back up a little bit and just, I want to highlight this, uh, Easter egg in the movie. Uh, they made a reference to Home Alone. Yeah, that yeah, that was, was really great. Really interesting. Um, because of course, like, it plays a clip from the movie in Home Alone that he plays to, for, you know, to trick the, or order the, the and pizza, stuff, or the pizza. Yeah. And like, it's the, the movie in, in Home Alone is Angels with Filthy Souls. Um, it was a movie completely created for Home Alone. Um, it's obviously. It's so funny. Yeah. And it's just like, they played that and I'm like, okay, that's, that's cute. That's, that's clever. Yeah. Cause it's, Playing up the detective homage, mm-hmm. like kind of film noir kind of thing. You and those um, old detective yeah. movies is something 
similar to what he said. Yeah, and I'm like, that's just that's so that's so weird, but cool that they yeah. that they did that as just like an homage. Uh, so that was cool. And then, um, yeah. So the actual mystery and stuff like i honestly i just i was just kind of like okay like you know, i was kind of along for the ride but it was more just kind of in awe of the visuals and everything yeah um i thought it was really clever how they yeah. how they took mewtwo's story because we thought he mm-hmm. was the big villain right and it turns out he was the good guy yeah um and harry what harry and pikachu were rescuing him mm-hmm. from captivity uh and then you find out that the um the guy who hired Harry mm-hmm. uh, is actually the bad guy the whole, the whole time. Yeah. It was, it was a good twist. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was good. It was very twisty. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Any, like, what, what else can we talk about? How do you feel about the performance and stuff? Like, we talked about the emotive performance of the CG characters. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, like, the vocal performance of Ryan Reynolds? Oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got a lot of experience. Yeah. You know? Oh, um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, Ryan Reynolds is, he's great in everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was very happy with it. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he fit Pikachu really well. And as, yeah. <laughs> we were talking last time about how, oh, Danny DeVito could have been Pikachu. It's right. like, can you imagine, like, at the end of oh, the movie, God. Pikachu comes out and then they pan over and it's yes. Danny DeVito, his dad, Danny DeVito, right. standing right there. <laughs> oh, God. That would be, that That would, I would want to see that. Like, just, it, just like, see that. Like, it'd be a whole different movie. Yeah. Just, with, just oh, yeah. Danny DeVito. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. How'd you feel about the kind of, flirtatious kind of romantic subplot between uh tim and uh lucy lucy um uh, yeah it was cute yeah. um uh Catherine newton i wasn't yes. sold on her performance okay um she didn't have a whole lot to do though mm-hmm uh, but yeah, it was, I, I liked when the ditto was turning into different people and he, yeah. he turned into Lucy and he, and he kind of hesitated and he's like, I'm not going to feel bad about punching the girl I might be slightly attracted to. Right. It was pretty funny. Um, and, and what was kind of weird, and I wonder if this was intentional just because of the kind of climate of it. I guess, um, but like he doesn't punch, like he gets his ass kicked and everything. Yeah, totally. I kind of wonder if that was intentional and everything, which I'm, you know, all for like that. I could see that being like, I could see there being a discussion like, okay, should we have him really fight her in the kids movie? But it's not a girl though. It's, yeah, but it's I a mean. Pokemon. Ditto yeah. is genderless. Okay. Ditto is a genderless Pokemon. Right. But in that moment. It had the shape of a woman. Yeah. But, but I mean like. I'm it was just thinking, also, it also was that other woman with the sunglasses and he didn't hesitate then. Oh yeah, that's fair. He still got his ass kicked. Sure. But. Well, yeah. Um. So, oh, 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 okay. One oh thing my God. that's really cool. So, so they they talked about how that ditto was one of um the experiments. Okay. okay? Uh. So who who was uh? So there's Howard Clifford, who's mm-hmm. the father, and then Roger Clifford, who's right. the son. When when they finally find out that the real Roger has been mm-hmm. uh uh kind uh, of kidnapped and, kid- and locked yeah. up the whole time, that he's not the bad guy here. Mm-hmm. Um. He's like, oh, that was one of my father's experiments. So, uh, one thing that is re- like, there's a theory in the Pokemon universe. Okay. That so in here the orig- we go. In the original <laughs> games, um, if you, you Mewtwo was created in this uh, place called the Pokemon Mansion, mm-hmm. and you find notes about Mew there. That's also the only place in those games where you can, maybe not the only place, but one of the, one of the places where you can capture a Ditto okay. in those games. Um, Ditto and Mew are the same weight. Okay. They're the same color, and their oh. shiny palettes are the same. Mm-hmm. And the, and Ditto 
Ditto and Mew are the only two Pokemon that can learn Transform. Okay. Um, which will turn your Pokemon into any other Pokemon. So, mm-hmm. so if, if, if you're fighting with, if you have a Ditto and your opponent is using a Charmander, mm-hmm. you can use Transform to turn your Ditto into a Charmander and then you can use all of Charmander's moves. Right. Um, so Ditto is pretty cool like that. Well, there's this theory in the Pokemon fandom that, uh, uh, when they were experimenting on Mew and trying to create Mewtwo, they created Ditto by accident oh. and that was a failed experiment. I like that. And I thought that was really um interesting because you know because they're found in the same place right and, and they have all these similar characteristics. I thought that was really an interesting thing to throw in and I wonder if that was a nod to the fandom. That? You know. That's really interesting. I because can see that. Because he, you know, they created Mewtwo, mm-hmm. you know, from from ancient muse dna and and he's experimenting and he created this ditto and i'm like that's totally exactly what the fandom speculates happened and mm-hmm. so that was just really cool that yeah that's that i'm i'm into that yeah yeah i totally believe it by the way that's oh, sure. I, I i totally believe that ditto was accidentally created in a lab right when they were trying to create me too that's so okay cool. yeah um okay well if you're still listening <laughs> <laughs> Um, the final, like, the kind of climactic thing with the parade and everything, yeah. I thought, I thought that was kind of, I thought that was cool, but like, I didn't feel like there was any, and again, caveat that this is a kid's movie, so it's like, I'm, don't need to deconstruct it too hard, but like, I didn't feel like there was enough in terms of stakes of like showing like the ramifications of like sw- people switching with their Pokemon Yeah, I stuff. get that. Cause yeah. the people, like the people's bodies just kind of passed out. Yeah. And then they're put, like, they didn't show like, the Pokemon in the people's bodies running right. around like, ah, yeah. I have limbs now and like all this, right. you know, and they didn't show like the people in the Pokemon bodies. Like mm-hmm. they, they, they very, they didn't even touch on that. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, I, it's establishing like what's going on and mm-hmm. everything, but it's like, we didn't like live with that for too much. Yeah. I get anything. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also just, I, I don't, I doubt that this was intentional as homage or anything, but um, just like the, the sequence like itself kind of reminded me a little bit of like the first Spider-Man movie um, with uh, Tobey Maguire. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tobey Maguire. Um, because like there's a, one of the big scenes in that movie is taking place at like a fa- like a parade and mm. Macy Gray's in it. Okay. But, so yeah. um, Just that's the balloons. only movie that can do a parade sequence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah. That's how it works. Um, but anyway, but I mean, like the way that he bounces on, like the balloons, Pikachu, Pikachu bounces on the balloons and stuff. Like, kind of, it just reminded me visually, visually of that. Um, yeah, Vis- visually, yes, visually. Uh, who do you think got the Pikachu in the tournament for the sneezes? Sneasel. It's a Pokemon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got nothing. Uh, what did you think of the? Um, <laughs> It's a pretty good answer, though. It was, it was a good answer. Yeah. Um, two people are laughing their ass off. Yeah, two. <laughs> um, <laughs> and one of them is me. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, how did you, okay. So in terms of kind of pacing and everything, I thought that it was a little, like, it's an hour and 45 minutes. It's not a long movie, but I feel like when they got to the, like, laboratory kind of thing, I kind of felt like I was, kind of wondering like okay is this like the big climactic thing and i was like well in terms of timing it's like it's not there yet story-wise okay. but 
I felt like on one hand, I, I'm kind of conflicted. So on one hand, I like the variety of that. Like it's not like a big action set piece. Like at the end, it's like it's a, it's it's its own separate thing. Same mm-hmm. as like the battle arena thing mm-hmm. with with Charizard. But I kind of felt like at that moment, I, I was kind of like. I was starting to like get out of the movie just oh. a little bit. Like, I didn't, it felt I didn't like have it that problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did like it for the way that it utilizes Psyduck. Um, yeah. In that, um, I thought Psyduck was Psyduck was great. Super creepy. Yeah. But <laughs> adorable. Yeah. Like it was like when they're running. And, like uh, the, the payoff for Psyduck was great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And like when they're running through the through the laboratory and like you just hear Psyduck, 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 yeah. Psyduck, Psy, 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 yeah. Psy, 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 Psy. So great. Um, yeah, it was very cute. Yeah, so the like Mr. Mime scene, I thought was great. The oh yes, the Mr. Mime oh, scene. let's talk about that. Yeah, that was. I don't know if I would say that's my favorite part of the movie, but it's also like the comedy of that is maybe where the movie was a at maybe its strongest. Yeah, for me? it was. It was really good. I wish yeah. that they hadn't. I mean, almost the entire scene was given away in in the trailers. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so I it, it would have been. I think it would have been funnier in the moment if they mm-hmm. hadn't given it away. But, right. but there was there was some that. Um, that wasn't shown in the trailers. And, yeah, you know, but yeah, but that was that was very funny. Yeah, that was really well done. Also, a uh, little bit of a theory on my part. So they uh, mime covering him in gasoline. Yeah, and then That's so messed up it is. And then like the scene cuts as soon as they quote unquote accidentally drop the match. Yeah, and like we never see Mister Mime again. But it's like, okay, is this is this Pokemon now like for the rest of its life like tormented by the like yeah like like, like the does thought what, that it's does, on fire does what you mime to Mister Mime actually happen to Mister yeah. Mime? Did they actually set it on fire? Right, like, because it's it's either like okay that'll kill it, and I think that there's precedent for that because like you hear like the sound effects of stuff like when they're in the scene yeah like the like door the, like, yeah yeah when he mimes opening the door you can hear the doorknob right. So like, is that like okay? Is he? Did they just murder a Pokemon, um, or did they just make this Pokemon completely insane with anguish and just terror for the rest you of know, its life? You know, we didn't see the rest of the scene. Maybe they mm-hmm. mind pulling out a fire extinguisher and they immediately put the fire out. True. That's 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 is certainly and Mr. a possibility. Mime was okay. Yeah, but we don't see it. So that's true. Yeah. Um. You know, he's got a bunch of Mime Juniors at home. He has a family. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. He also knows his brother. Um, Aha. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so um, everyone's so confused right now. Right, <laughs> uh, you'll you'll know here soon. Uh, but anyway, uh, of the kind of big set pieces, uh, the Charizard kind of fight battle thing, yeah. um, the laboratory kind of thing, um, and the parade kind of thing. Um, all those like, kinds of things. Yeah. What was like your favorite like set piece from an action perspective? Oh, probably the the battle arena with yeah. the fight with the Charizard. Mm-hmm. It just looked so cool. Yeah, and all of, it was very well done. It it really was. Yeah. And like in that moment, I was kind of thinking like I would I would watch like a live action movie that's about like the journey of a Pokemon trainer. Yeah. Um, because I think just the idea and that and that is also kind of a fault of the movie in in my opinion is that there wasn't enough of the kind of Pokemon on Pokemon violence, um, or battling. Yeah, th- there wasn't a lot of battling. Yeah. yeah. In like, well, just. But, but the, the majority of the movie was set in Rhyme City where Pokemon battling is illegal. True. Yeah. They, and they it, had to go to like an underground, yeah. like. And I appreciate that they did that. Like, cause they, cause, okay, first of all, what was the name of the Pokemon at the beginning? Or Cubone. At the, 
No, 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 not not at the beginning of the movie. Um, at the beginning of that scene, that's fighting the ghosty thing. Oh, Gengar. Yeah, Gengar. Um, is he like uh an evolved from like Squirtle or something? Oh, oh, Blastoise. Blastoise. It was Blastoise and Gengar fighting each other. Yeah, okay. yeah. Blastoise is the is the final evolution stage. Okay. Squirtle. Okay, that's what I thought because I could like kind of see the resemblance mm-hmm. and everything, but I didn't know. Um, also, I thought it looked a lot like Bowser uh, from Super Mario. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, but which makes I mean, me think... they're both like giant turtles. Right. So, yeah. How um, much variety can you get? Yeah. Um, but, but Blastoise has cannons. Okay. Yeah, so that's true. that's different. Um, but I loved, and I think that I, what I appreciated about that moment, and that's why it's one of my, one of the big set pieces for me, mm-hmm. is that it, showed like these evolved pokemon like this is the first time in the movie i think where we really saw like the evolved pokemon and like just well i mean we there there were evolved pokemon throughout mm-hmm. the movie right really pikachu was an evolved pokemon because right. it has a pre-evolutionary form in pichu but i mean we saw a machamp directing traffic we saw a dodrio yeah. walking down the street mm-hmm. you know so we saw them battling is right. what you mean that's what i mean thank you mm-hmm. um you're, you're welcome you're fired um no um, but yeah, that's, that's what I mean. And like, we saw seeing... Snorlax sleeping in the middle of the road and I'm like, ah, it's like in the video game and, when, when okay. the Snorlax is blocking when your you, path. When you said that, I like that kind of, like, I would not have picked that up as, as an Easter egg. Cause like, I remember that from yeah. like playing the emulated game and like, I was just like, that's, that's a really clever, like kind of way to kind mm-hmm. of, kind of incorporate that. Yeah piece of the game well into from, from the, the, the game movie. you played it was a uh, uh, pseudo wudo oh was it yeah okay. the tree that oh yeah. yeah in the original games there's there's and it's a, a game mechanic that they mm. employ to keep uh you from advancing too right. far you have to hit certain milestones earn badges oh, okay. um so that you don't but in go other into, games is the snorlax that? In, the, in the original games there's a snorlax gotcha. blocking a certain path so you have to take an alternate route okay um, it's to keep you from getting into an overpowered area right for you um they certainly and, didn't do that when like they had uh had you go into f- uh face whitney in right? goldenrod city yeah um, um but but in in, in the uh gen 2 games there's a pseudo blocking a path Oh, okay. It's the same concept, but it's yeah. a different Pokemon and a different um, item that you have to use to get around it. But yeah, okay. so so that's it was definitely a callback right. to that because there's a there's a Snorlax sleeping right in the middle of the road, yeah. and the Machamp is directing traffic around it. So mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's just like in the game. Yeah, uh, thought it was really clever. But the 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 kind of battle scene with Charizard, uh, really cool. Like just mm-hmm. like just yeah, uh, it was. yeah, and also. Pikachu's uh, comments about the guy uh, with the jacket and, and yeah. uh, without the shirt on, like the <laughs> so many nipples, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just so great. Um, but I really like that because you really felt the danger in that because, like, you know that Pikachu mm. can't use his powers. And you could see the fear on Pikachu's yes. face. Oh my god! Absolutely, uh, I was so worried for Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. like, and I was just like, that was that was incredible. Just yeah. the way that the that the that the CG like was able to emote and everything mm-hmm. is like great. Yeah. And yeah, and also just like the way that it's completely out of balance. Like, okay, this Pikachu that can't use its powers up against a Charizard, like that's that intense. also might be a throwback to okay. to like the the TV show, the cartoon, mm-hmm. because Ash, you know, his his main Pokemon is the 
the Pikachu that right. he got as his starter, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's way overpowered. Oh, really? I mean, that Pikachu has has won battles that a, a Pikachu probably would never win. But mm-hmm. well, it's got to be a super high level because he's had it this whole time, right? And he he hasn't evolved it, so mm-hmm. it's, you know it's got to it's got to be a super high level Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, his his Pikachu has fought battles that it's like. Really? With a Pikachu? And then there's like an episode where like a level five Snivy beats it. It's like, this is the first time the Snivy has been in a battle ever. Ugh, Come geez. on. It's a level five. They even say it's a level five Snivy. And I'm like, there's, what level is this Pikachu at? Be consistent. Come on. <laughs> uh that that just reminded me of the office where uh um Kelly is talking about um Lee and she's oh. like she's like talking <laughs> like saying like all the things that's wrong with him she's just like uh it's irresponsible um, <laughs> the show it's irresponsible um, i agree yes but uh like a yeah. poor business bitch <laughs> yes uh oh there was something you said in the last episode that uh oh, something wicked this no it comes. wasn't that oh, it's funny again <laughs> no no it's not yeah um the I don't know the 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 Pikachu's all right because the sneezing okay and callback that's what's called a comedic callback um so yeah so Rhyme City so I think we're done I with think so yeah um Pokemon yeah. Detective Pikachu it was it was great yeah I I, I I thought it was a really strong movie I I, I, really I liked, liked it. it I liked it a lot and I again reiterating I really liked the world building Rhyme City looked amazing yeah it did um. Kind of parting thought, and then we'll go into Lost Point. What did you, or like, okay, going forward, now that we have this movie, where do you want to see if they franchise it out? Because looking at uh, Box Office Mojo, mm. this movie had a reported budget of $150 million, um, and they've made, as of uh, yesterday, um, $75 million, um, and that's... And was it, did it open this? No, it opened last weekend, didn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it okay. opened last weekend. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, okay. Okay. This is before. Okay. <laughs> I'm caught up now. Um, yeah, worldwide, it's already got the production budget back. So, like, uh, domestic total gross right now is 75 million and foreign is 112 million. Hmm. So, uh, knowing that, saying that it's kind of a shoe in for a sequel or or kind of expanding this world, like what do you want to see the next Pokemon live action movie to be? I like you said earlier, I would love to see the the journey of a trainer in this mm-hmm. universe, um, like how the the TV show follows Ash mm-hmm. in his um quest through the different regions. Mm-hmm. I would love to see the story of Red, which is the original character from the video games. And the video okay. games came before. Um, the TV show. Okay. They based the anime on the, on the video game. Right. But they, they, what was the first, like, was it a card game first or a video game first or? The, the first you know? actual Pokemon, um, uh, franchise was mm. the video game. Okay. Gotcha. Um, that, that came first. Um, okay. and then they, everything else was built upon that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to see the story of Red. Now there's a, there's a, a Pokemon, uh, it's a short series anime called Pokemon or- Origins, okay. which follows um, Red and his rival Blue, which mm-hmm. is the character that Gary, the the rival in the 
anime is based on. Okay. Um, and it, it's sort of it, it's much closer to the plot of the games. Okay. Uh, it's beautifully done. Really? It's, the animation is brilliant. It's 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 for an older audience. Right. Um, I would love to see something like that. Okay. Um, going through like i would love to see a movie that encompass encompasses the entire first region okay and then the second region and then the third and ah. so on. like i think that would be really interesting that would be cool yeah May- um, and maybe follow a different trainer each time right? or the same trainer going through each one like and either see, one I'd, I'd be fine with and i, kinda, but, but I would love to see the original mm, characters because there's mm-hmm. actually uh, i'm getting so nerdy but it's so um, oh god so <laughs> the gen 2 games um Pokemon Crystal, which is the the game that we each had downloaded right. on our phones, that was the first game in the Pokemon franchise where you could play as a female character. Oh, but there's actually data that was never used in the original in in Pokemon Yellow, mm-hmm. where they they had data for a female trainer or okay. what people speculate was a female trainer. It's gotcha. it's a, a uh, it's an icon that went unused, you know, for for the game. Um, but it act it looks so similar to. When they when they rebooted Gen Two, okay, um, and we got uh, Pokemon Heart Gold and Pokemon Gold uh, uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, mm-hmm. um, that they changed the female playable character, so it wasn't Chris. That that's what they named the the character that you okay. can play as. It it was um, her name is uh, I believe it. They ended up calling her. No, I'm thinking of someone else. But there, there was Leaf, and and Leaf was like the green character. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I think it would be really cool if 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 you could follow. Um, red, blue, and green, or leaf, whatever you want to call her. Um, because, and, and they each, you know, those are the, the original games were red, blue, um, and green. Oh. And, uh, you know, they each get one of the starters and it, it just, you follow them. It just, it would just be so cool. The way. I know it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm following it a little bit, but th- first of all, just the way that you are so animated right now, uh, like I really thought for a second that you were gonna hit me. Maybe <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, like and, uh, Pokemon. Then, hey, don't hit me. She's beating me relentlessly now. Um, ow, ow. Um, so, <laughs> really sell it, man. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, the yeah, and I think that. I wonder if they if there's any way that they could make like a live action TV series of that. Um, Lyra, that's who they changed Chris to. Oh, okay, to Lyra. But anyway, yeah. but the, the, anyway. the original female playable character was supposed to be green or leaf, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call her. Okay. Yeah. Um, but maybe that'd be better suited for like a TV show or something. But um, the movie leaves off with uh, leaves off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but it leaves on like a note where, uh, Tim's dad is like, Hey, what do you, what do you want to do now? Or whatever. And then he's like, I don't know. I think I might want to be a detective. Mm-hmm. And like, cause like coming out of the movie, it's like, okay, I don't know how you make a detective Pikachu too, because you know, electric boogaloo. P- right. Because, uh, literally electric. Electric. Nice. Yeah. Um, but cause like, okay, uh, Pikachu is not. Yeah, the, the Pikachu, Pikachu, the Pikachu yeah. that we had in the movie was actually Tim's father the right. whole time, so it wasn't Pikachu. Yeah. Now we know Pikachu is a detective because he's he's Harry's partner. Right. But like, if they were to make like Detective Pikachu two, Electric Boogaloo, mm-hmm. um, they can't. Like, I don't know how they could recapture that. Like, cause, yeah, I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds not voicing Pikachu. Like, that's a big draw mm-hmm. of it and everything. Um, but I kind of was hoping that they would have like ended it with like, oh, what do you want to, what do you want to be now? And then like have it be him saying like, oh, I think, I think that this whole experience has made me kind of want to like recapture my 
goal or my. Would he be that introspective about it? No, no, no. Just say it wouldn't be like that, like that, like whatever. But like the sentiment would be to be a Pokemon trainer. To be a Pokemon trainer. But he's a little old. I mean, oh yeah, that's fair. Twenty-one, at least twenty-one, because we we found the birthday card. I I was wondering because I don't know how old Justice Smith is, but Mm -hmm. he's one of those people who like. He could be a teenager or he could be like in his yeah. like late twenties and I don't know where he falls. Um but there was a birth when he walked into his dad's apartment, there was a birthday card addressed to Tim that he hadn't mailed out yet. Right. And it was a twenty first birthday card. Mm-hmm. Which And I think in real life in the he world was twenty four. In the world of Pokemon, you're ten years old mm-hmm. when you go out on your journey. Oh, okay. So I mean, I guess he could. There are adults who are Pokemon trainers, but like yeah. for the franchise, I don't know that that's a wise decision because it's a kid. Sure. It is a kids' movie. Yeah. So that that's fair. Um, he was also in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. That movie was terrible. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think that that sufficiently reviews the movie. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I had a yeah. good time. Yeah, it was and, fun. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely I'm I'm happy with it. Nice as a, a fan of the Pokemon mm-hmm. franchise. If you couldn't tell by now, right? I like Pokemon. Yes. Actually, the correct pronunciation is Pokemon. Oh, okay. The, okay. With the accent over the e. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yes. Poke. Pokemon. Yes. Oh, let's real quick talk about the uh, brilliant joke that I did um, in texting you because mm. um, we had made arrangements or we had said like, oh, we'll see it Saturday. It's and not so, enough that you tweeted it too. It it isn't. Um so I had said and okay, let me let me go ahead and just say it. I spent about 24 hours so excited to make this joke. Um because I thought of it and I was like, ah, you know, your we'll, life we'll, is kind of sad, it isn't is. it? It is. That's the whole point of this. Um but uh yeah, the joke was I I said, "Hey, I know that you said that you're available Saturday, but just so that there's no confusion or anything, um maybe you should take another Pikachu calendar and <laughs> make sure that you are free." Um to yeah. Which I replied, "Wow, which- Matt, I want to see Pokémon, not Jokemon, and, which is a much stronger pun. Oh, that's neither here nor there. But I will say, I was su- like, I like that. And I didn't take twenty four hours to think of it. I sent it immediately. Okay. I didn't. Okay, my. Let me just clear this up. Oh, okay. Um, you were holding I on. I was to holding it for on to it for twenty four hours. hours. That's kind of yeah. worse. No, I don't think so. But anyway, um, yeah. So I just wanted to put that out into the universe. There, you already tweeted um, it. I know, but you know, people will find this recording in the rubble of of the world after it's ended you and think so? yeah and like they'll listen to it and be like <laughs> nice oh <laughs> yeah what's twitter um <laughs> so, what's a pokemon right, what's a pokemon uh so yeah so that's our review of detective pokemon um or detective pikachu um super super fun uh, I had a it lot was fun with it, it was fun yeah all right um so let's talk about lost point yeah yes so if for some reason this is your first time listening, uh, Kirsten and I do this, uh, thing where she and I have, uh, chosen one of our favorite shows. Each. Each to show to the other one. So Kirsten has given to me the gift of making me watch, uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. <laughs> I can tell you're really, uh, excited Flashpoint. about this show. Yeah. Flashpoint, a Canadian uh, five-season uh, police procedural kind of like drama uh, with the SRU, the Strategic Response Unit. Mm-hmm. 
um, that they respond to really any type of big kind of um, high, like high emergency high, yeah, calls. high emergency high risk kind of yeah. uh, volatile situation so a lot of like um uh um what's the word i'm looking for like, like hostage uh, situations hostage situations um active shooter situations yes. stuff like mm-hmm. that and yeah so we are today we watched two episodes we watched mm-hmm. episodes six and seven uh yeah so episode six was attention shoppers. attention shoppers uh this is greg parker with the uh, sru and we are here yeah that's the full, that's the full title. title yeah yeah um shoppers can i have your attention please yes. this is greg parker with um, the sru strategic response unit right. if you don't listen to me we'll all get home safe and sound or something like that you know oh my god i think that that might be actually spot on. <laughs> jesus christ so uh yeah we'll Oh, by the way, the other, the show that I'm making her watch is Lost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but we'll get to that's that. That's why in a it's called Lost Point. Yes. So let's talk about Flashpoint. Yeah. Um, I'd love to. Yes. Attention Shoppers stars, uh, Sarah Gadon, who I paused it and told you like, oh, she was in 112263, Hulu's, um, adaptation of Stephen King's novel. One of my current favorite Stephen King novel, 112263. Um, and like it's interesting because like this episode aired in what like 2014 I think or I don't know when the show started but like she's unrecognizable it's it's kind of like I still haven't been I able think it's to a little bit older than that oh okay um oh yeah 2008 yeah. yeah um so like I still haven't been able to like see that actress as oh she was in 112263 yeah. so um she plays a, a teenager she does yeah so this episode uh, okay i'll describe the episode as someone who hasn't watched the show that much um so this episode is about a a girl a teenage girl who has a terrible home life her mother's kind of a kind of a, a drunk and kind of depressing person and she uh, is also bullied at school and she recently had a oh and I'll I'll avoid spoilers but she had a situation come up where she uh got the ire of a street gang which apparently they exist in Canada, in Canada yeah um yeah um Real hardcore gang stuff in Canada right um the Winchester but, gang right so the Win- Winchester crew Winchester crew um so a few girls are harassing her and threatening her life and then it kind of all comes to a head when um oh, what was what was the character's name or the main character's name Tasha Tasha uh where she's at work at a mall at a mall kiosk and the girls like confront her in the bathroom and violence ensues um and that causes the a lockdown of the of the mall and Tasha is a very distraught person because of what happened in that bathroom and what's and, happened and in her yeah, life what's, yeah what's happened before yeah yeah and uh so yeah so this episode kind of focused um quite a bit of attention on Jules played by Amy Jo Johnson mm-hmm. um she kind of has like an arc through the episode where she's kind of she's the first one to piece together what's like what the scenario is because when they get there like they just there's not like yeah they they, they assume that all the yeah. girls involved are part of this gang and, yeah and they're they're trying to as they uncover more information mm-hmm. um they they piece it all together but yeah and a couple of a couple of my kind of overall thoughts on it and we can kind of dig in deeper to it um going back to what i said last time um the show continues to 
have a variety in their in the in like their setting and everything. So like this episode takes place at night, so like we get like these gorgeous shots and like like gorgeous shots of the of the SRU vehicles like like speeding into into the uh what looked like like very vibrant um downtown area. It kind of looked like kind of like Times Square with all the displays yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um and so we get we get that and then also just the nature of the call. It was just very unique it wasn't anything we've seen it's like the show hasn't repeated itself or anything mm-hmm. in, in the content um and i was really into that um yeah and it uh there was oh no no, no that was the next episode um no. <laughs> yeah uh so yeah so we get we get some good uh stuff with amy joe johnson yeah also, yeah she had a beautiful speech mm-hmm. at the end when she's yeah. talking the girl down it was yeah um so yeah uh, any thoughts on the episode or anything that you have? <laughs> no, no, yeah. it was, oh, okay, cool. It was nice. It was fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's a good I, episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So the next episode we yeah. watched, yeah, uh, was, um, he knows his brother, uh-huh. uh, episode eight or no, episode seven of season one. It was a good episode too. It was, it was. Um, so this is again, variety in the setting and everything. This episode is about a, uh, kind of black sheep, well, I don't know if I'd necessarily call him the black sheep, but like he's the older brother of, of a younger brother. <laughs> and, and they know each other. <laughs> and they know each other. Um, kind of big part of the episode. Yeah. But no, it's kind of this, uh, very, like, a uh, high powered lawyer is the kind of the, ma- uh, the patriarch of the family. <laughs> and he is, um, uh, I won't give that away, but he is like, there's, there's a lot of tension because they sent, uh, RJ, Roland, um, who's the older brother, who's the older brother to military school. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and he is like kind of obsessed with telling us, like, like with this plan to his brother, like, Hey, uh, we're going to, we're, I'm going to get you out of here and we're going to go live north, like to north the Yukon. to the, yeah, to the Yukon and everything. And the, like the brother's like, uh, dude, I'm going to college. I've yeah. got like, I've been accepted into all my like Yale and everything. And yeah. Um, yeah. I got a, got a lot going on for me. Right. So. And so the kind of big thing is that he, uh, RJ shoots his father. It's in the first clip of the first. Yeah. We're probably not giving scene. anything away there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, kind of a manhunt ensues, which I appreciated that because it's not a standoff or anything. Yeah. Also, like I said, just the variety, like this took place in, in, in the woods, in the woods yeah. and like in a, not a re- not necessarily a residential area, but like a like a high high powered. They have like a mansion. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's literally a mansion. Um, yeah, and it's uh, I do want to point out. So when when the police show up and mm-hmm. the SRU is right behind them, uh, the police officer comes in, yeah. lights and sirens, and then Ed uh goes up to him and like like in my head. I was like, oh, he's gonna rip him a new asshole. Like, he's gonna, he's gonna be furious about it. But then I'm like, oh, wait, it's Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that, for Canada, that was me. Yes. I gotta say. Yeah. Cause Ed was just like, was like, hey, I assume it's, I assume you're new. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, just so you know, don't do like, uh, like he was kind of, he was aggressive about it and kind of snarky, snarky, yeah. but it was also like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, this episode worked for me pretty well. Um, I thought it was an interesting dynamic, especially mm-hmm. when you go into play with like, um, like the stakes shifted quite a bit. Cause it's not like it, like it's introduced as like a standoff where like, oh, he just shot his dad, but it's like, okay, the dad is shot in the arm. It's like, uh, 
Not yeah, not not a fatal yeah. wound. What is what is the is it the line? Uh, Tis but a flesh wound. Hmm. Um, is that? I, I is think that the line. I think it's tis only a flesh. Wound. Tis only. I could, oh, I'm I, so I sorry. Know, I be, well, but there's also several different translations and right. and and editions. Uh, so yes. So anyway, um, yeah, and then it transitions into this manhunt and everything, and you get more um, information from the brother, and like there's this kind of. Tis but a scratch. Tis but a scratch. There That's you go. what it is. Tis but a scratch. Yes. Um, but you get more information about the home life of, of the family. We, we, we started why. to combine Shakespeare and <laughs> Monty Python. I, that, that's what I was going for. Okay. Oh, oh, I thought, I thought we were doing Shakespeare. No, I was doing Monty oh. Python. Doing a flesh wound. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, didn't know that that was like Tis a but reference. a scratch is Hamlet. Oh, okay. That's, that's the one with the skull. Well, yeah, that's yep. a different scene, though. Okay, I, I know. That's actually, to be or not to be, that's not the scene where he's holding the skull. Oh, really? Yeah, it's common Ooh. misconception. Oh. It's the most famous speech in the show, mm-hmm. which is why people um, conflate it with the, right. but that's, alas, poor York, I knew him well. He's literally talking about the skull. Oh, okay. He's not, he's not contemplating or anything. He's like, alas, this guy, I knew him when he was alive. <laughs> he's dead now. Okay. That's it. Okay, so anyway, so, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a good episode. We get more information about the SRU and the, and their dynamics and everything. Um, uh, Sam yeah. is developed a Kanda little Harkin. bit. Ken Harkin. Ken <laughs> Harkin. Uh, that was that was a good kind of thing. He, he yeah, he got some really good character development yeah. in this. In oh this yeah. Episode. Um, he did like that involved a phone call with um someone from his unit. Mm. Um, that. I I reference as like okay that actor looks like uh Canadian Woody Harrelson because <laughs> he's dead ringer yeah totally um yeah so I enjoyed this episode I think yeah. of the two I would probably say that this episode uh he knows his brother was a bit better for me yeah it's always um, it's always like not you know, not one of my favorite episodes but it's mm-hmm. like definitely up there because yeah. i thought that the i mean the story was very compelling mm-hmm. there was there's a, a, a lot of different um elements yeah going on um and i thought the acting was really well done Me like too. all the the you know uh characters of the week mm-hmm. i guess you could say were right were, were, really good both yeah. the brothers were very good the parents exactly. were interesting and dynamic yeah it was yeah it was it was a really even um the, when dr loria goes to the the military school and the and the, the student that she interviews there he's yeah. a very distinct looking actor mm-hmm. and he very good in the role like it's just very well casted right yeah. and like that that's in particular like i mean I wouldn't say it's like a thankless role or anything, but it's like a role where he's basically a, uh, a vehicle he's, for yeah, he's just exposition. exposition, exposition. Yeah. But he, I mean, it, it was very well done. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I would say comparing like the characters of the week, as you put them, um, between this episode and the last episode, like I didn't have a problem with like the gang girls in uh, the, the Winchester crew. Mm-hmm. Um, in Attention Shoppers. Attention Shoppers. Um, shockingly shoppers and um yeah <laughs> wickedly attention wickedly attention <laughs> um but i didn't have a problem with them but like they're like the dynamic in that episode and just like the i guess performance and everything like the the energy that they had was like i wouldn't say it was over the top but it was like it was a different type of dynamic yeah. in that episode yeah, I agree. um and like the drama of that unfolding was all on tasha and like those characters were like just 
kind of supplementary. like supplementary and they were just outright villain characters. Yeah. Whereas this, like you said, there was a lot of complexity depth and, and yeah, depth yeah. to like the different motivations among mm-hmm. this family that has this terrible day. This is another one that's a good example of he's not a bad guy. Yes. He's, he's just having a bad day. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so, shot his father. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, which, he's on meth. And- yeah. yeah. <laughs> which that, like, the father. To a bomb and a police officer. <laughs> right. Um, but the, the, um, the father character, like, he, I haven't, I, 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 I don't feel like looking him up or anything, but like, uh, he just has, like, that look. That's like, he's just, he feels like he is just that asshole. Yeah. He feels like, like a rich, villain. entitled, yeah. villainous yeah. character, villain, villain character um, it's a good so, casting there yeah oh yeah um and the payoff at the end with him and ed was really good yeah 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 um so yeah so, yeah um any other thoughts on that or should we move on to lost yeah i think we're good all right so kirsten yes we watched two episodes of lost we sure did uh describe them oh god <laughs> um okay so what, what was the title of the first episode we watched uh house of the rising sun yeah that was good it's, uh, yes. it's kind of interesting because we were talking earlier about what we wanted yes. uh, and, and you were like well what 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 do you what do you want from the next couple episodes of lost and i was like well i would really like an episode that's featuring Jin and son yeah um, and I said, well, what do you want out of yeah. Flashpoint? And you said, oh, I really want a Jules episode. We both yeah, got it. We did. Um, it, yeah, it was good. I love that you, they focus on a different, um, mm. character's backstory in each episode here in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, before they're, they're just, they're people who've been randomly thrown together and we're learning about like how they came mm-hmm. to be here. And everyone is so mysterious. Like, like, you know, um, Jin yes. and Sun. Um, I mean, we know that they've got this sort of, um, a difficult relationship. Yeah. He's he's sort of controlling, mm-hmm. you know, and and they they're Korean. Uh, yes, they, Korean. And they they don't speak English on the island, and it's it, it's you know they're having a, a really rough time because of that. And you find out like their beautiful romance, and they used yeah. to be so in love, and mm-hmm. it's just so tragic to see like yeah how they are now, mm-hmm. and how she was actually. Going to leave Going, him. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. God, and I, oh God, mm. I wish that she would. I just, yeah. I wanted her to go get in that car. Mm. Um, and, but then you find out that she does speak English and like, right. that's like, but you could have been talking it. It, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was really good. I, yeah. it was a very interesting story that they have. And, yes. Um, See? There's a party going on that's and we were not invited. Right. Oh God. Well, they stopped. They stopped watching Game of Thrones. They did, so, yeah, to have a party, right? Um, um, but yeah, also, I guess we're gonna spoil. <laughs> yeah, sorry if, if you haven't seen Lost by now, right? Uh, but no, 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 that's fine. Um, yeah, I I enjoy that part of it. Like yeah. I, um, like when the show was airing, I kind of had. I it's not like I had a problem with the Jin and Son episodes, but mm-hmm. like. I was so focused on like what's going on. Well, I was also focused on the characters and everything. But like, oh yeah, I get that. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of mystery, yeah. and, and I'm I'm sure that it takes time exactly. to get the, the payoff. Yeah, you know, and like, like like we're still like what what what's the monster? Right. You know what 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 happened with the empty <laughs> coffin? You know mm. uh, what pulled the pilot out of the plane? And, and right. meanwhile, we're learning about this epic romance that yeah. that these two and characters had. And that's something that like I watching it today, I was just kind of dumbfounded by just the character development like yeah. it's well, something i kind of almost for not forgot about it because i always champion the character development in the series um but like that early on like just 
isolate this episode alone mm-hmm. and like it tells such a distinct story of the rocky relationship and like the the good beginning to their mm-hmm. relationship and what causes them to mm-hmm. be that rocky couple that's on on the island um and it's just it's so, just amazing just the writing the the um uh strength of the writing well that. and i'll say this we're what seven eight episodes in yes this was episode seven um <sighs> There's no fun in setting up a big, big mystery mm-hmm. and then revealing it three episodes later. Right. You know, I don't know when we're going to find out what the monster is, mm-hmm. but no- knowing all of this and it's still there in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. like that's the fun of the show. Right. You know, the long mystery is is really interesting. You know, get your I'm hand out. I'm scratching my leg. It just looks, if I could just. <laughs> just please don't. Take a picture and <laughs> please show the don't. internet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, that's, I, I, I just hope the payoff for all of this is going to be worth it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> for you. Um, yeah, I did want to mention this and this isn't spoiling it or anything, but like, this was the episode where they got to the caves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they've well, they been, started. yeah, the, yeah, they yeah. moved into the caves. Yeah. But they, this, they found the caves in the last episode because that was the episode right. with Jack and his dad. Yeah. But this is the episode where we saw like the full cave and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was a big kind of B plot for the episode. Oh, yeah. The and people. Yes. The dead people. Yes. Adam and Eve. So this is really cool because like, there is a payoff to that at at some point in mm-hmm. the series, but at the time when this episode when the, when the season aired and everything, people were like going crazy um theorizing and like one of the big theories that i don't I don't feel bad like saying that this isn't this didn't pan out or whatever, mm-hmm. but like for a while like people were like, oh, like they kind of just thought this just kind of matter of factly like oh that's um, that's Amelia Earhart and oh, her navigator. Oh. Um, and like, I thought like if they had kind of done that or like found a way to, to kind of reveal that, like, I would be like, that's, I mean, that would be really clever. That's really cool. Um, there is a different payoff to it, but I mean, by the time we get to that, it's not going to be. I will, I will yeah. say, I think I would have enjoyed Lost a lot if I had watched it while it was airing because mm-hmm. I love mystery like right. this. Right. And I love, tr- you know, I love trying to solve yes. the mystery of the movie before it's mm-hmm. over. I think I really would have enjoyed yeah. having that journey. Like, like you said now, like, I mean, we could watch the whole thing back to back. Right. You know, there's nothing stopping us. And, yeah. Except for time. Right. Um, but you know, <laughs> you know, when it was airing, you had to wait, a, you know, watch an episode, yeah. wait a week to oh, find yeah. out what happens next. And it's like, in that, that, like, okay. And I, I think I would have really liked being mm-hmm. part of the initial speculation. Totally. You know? And like, also just network TV, the way it's structured and everything, it's like, okay, you wait a week, but like, then like after a few episodes, you wait two weeks. Yeah. You have to preempt it for something. You know, and then maybe midway. you'll have a mid-season hiatus yes. where you have to wait, you know, four or five weeks. Drove and, me freaking crazy. Yeah. And well, and then between <laughs> yeah. seasons, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting to a couple of pivotal, um, episodes because, mm-hmm. like, they're, like, they're situations where, like, I, my enjoyment of an episode was hampered because, um, cause, like, something was spoiled or, or like, oh, yeah. the way that, the way that the, uh, next time on Lost thing happened, like, like, Lost is the reason why I don't watch, like, episode like i don't watch previews for episodes because they would give away too much way way too much yeah like there's there's one episode in season two where like it was just so aggravating and annoying um the way that the way that they did that um yeah we'll we'll get to that Mm. but in season two in season two yeah 
Um, so yeah, so that was House of the Rising Sun. How did you feel? Like, what do you think about the bodies? Like, do you, like, how did you feel? Um, well, they, uh, Jack said that he thinks that they were about 30 or 40 years old. Yeah. That, that they had been dead for about 30 or 40 years right. because of the level of decomp. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much, like, and I mean, granted, like, Kate was asking so many questions. Yeah. Um, like, did you really expect, like, yeah. who are they? Who put them here? How long have they been there? Like, damn, Kate, I'm here with you. Right. Like, I've been here the whole time. Yeah. How would I know? I, right. I don't God. have all the answers. Yeah. Um, I, I can only imagine that they're connected to the French woman. Oh, interesting. Uh, I don't remember how old they said that recording was. Um, the recording itself has been on a loop for 16 years. 16 years. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the the bodies are older, but but mm-hmm. but we don't know how but long no she had been on yes. the island, the the French woman. So right. I, I I imagine that they're connected to her somehow. Okay, uh, I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling it's gonna be something weird, like time travel. Like it's actually Jack and Kate from the f- <laughs> from the future, and their bodies traveled back to the past or something. Like I that. think that was actually a big theory for a while. Too. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, 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 I can only imagine they're going to be tied to the French woman somehow. Okay. Interesting. So, um, well, yeah. I mean, that's as, as, a, you know, if, if I was watching it truly for the first time, that would mm-hmm. be the only other connection that I would right. have. Yeah. Those are the only other people that mm. I know about on the island. Right. At this point. Yeah. So, but you know, things. So yeah. Yeah. Um, also real quick before we get into the next episode, a, a thought that I had while watching it, um, actually it was like in the scene where they're at the airport and sun is like contemplating leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, you see like in the background, like oceanic airline air, airlines, like on, on the wall. Cause that's the name of the airline that, you know, crashed. Makes like, sense. Yeah. Um, obviously that's a fictitious airline and that got me thinking, um, and this could be something we could do, at some point, maybe fit in somewhere uh, down the road. But, like, Lost was a mega hit. It was huge. And because it was huge, there were tons of, like, half, half-hearted, half harebrained, like, mystery shows that came out that tried to capitalize on the, the mystery aspect yeah. of it. And one of the ones that I was most excited about and failed miserably was Flash Forward, hmm. which... Uh, like it, that, it's, oh God, it could have been so good. Uh, flash forward is about, uh, a global event where everyone pat blacks out for like two minutes or something like that. Okay. And like everyone on the planet blacks out when they black out, they see a vision of themselves. Like in the show, it's like 22 months in the future or something like that. Okay. It's based on a novel by Robert J. Sawyer. Uh, in, like, in the novel, I guess, the blackout, like, has them see visions of themselves 20 years in the future. Okay. So, like, the whole, uh, the kind of whole thing is, like, everyone living in the, in the, in the aftermath of this blackout event, and everyone had this experience. So, like, there are characters who, like, um, actually, John Cho is in it, and I, I love John Cho. Yeah. And I think it was his character had, uh, like, when everyone woke up and everything, everyone's like, oh, I had vision. And he's like, I didn't see anything. So, like, Ooh, the implication is, like, he's going to die. Dead, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then uh, not – I don't think it's Ray Fiennes, but one of the other Fiennes brothers, uh, he plays, like, the – Oh god, it's so it's so terrible. He's like an FBI agent, and like he's the focal character, mm-hmm. and it's like it's eh, it's whatever. But 
the it aired it it was only one season it aired and i'm <laughs> promise we'll get back to it um it aired uh the in tandem with the uh final season of lost i think um but in the opening episode the first episode you see um and this is so dumb the oceanic yeah no way you really? see a billboard that says like oceanic airlines and like that alone like okay if they did that that would be cool and it was both on abc and it's like okay that so would be maybe cool. set in the same universe yeah but um but the the thing that's like okay this is like this is gonna take it too far was uh like the like underneath the sign like underneath the oceanic logo it says like perfect record for like 70 years or something like that implying like oh there's never been a crash it's mm-hmm. like what airline promotes that yeah. like what like okay um but yeah anyway and there was a lot of like actors from lost that were on that show oh. um like dominic monaghan plays mm-hmm. a kind of villain character so it's kind of cool anyway right, yeah so, so at some point episode. <laughs> yeah so at some point uh, like it would be cool to kind of introduce you to some of those shows that were kind of like piggybacking off yeah. of lost success but anyway uh what was the next episode we watched moth was it called moth the moth the moth yes yeah that was a charlie episode charlie charlie <laughs> uh and yeah it was good um mm-hmm. because at, the, at this point we know that he is using right um and and he's we we know he's an addict um mm-hmm. and he has a very short supply with yes. him um and it was good to go back and see um uh you know his his background and how yeah. he um got addicted and mm-hmm. uh, drive shaft right um and it was really interesting to see his religious background yeah uh, that was very interesting and his brother wearing glasses to show that time had passed right. um I made the comment that uh. The entire episode with the flashback is basically like their VH1, uh, yeah. behind the music thing. And like, I'd forgotten, like, like, I remember like thinking that and everything, but like toward the end when, when he's talking to Liam, uh, when like he's in Australia and he's like, t- time had passed and everything. Yeah. Uh, like, I remember thinking like kind of cringing at the line where, cause this is like the most like VH1 behind the music kind of thing, uh, is when it Charlie's was, it's about like, the, it was yes, about the music. Yes, it was about the music. Yeah. It's like, okay. All right, Charlie. Uh, well, yeah. But anyway, well, yeah. Um, how did you feel uh, about but that? But yeah, it was good. I liked, um, his relationship with Locke in this mm-hmm. episode. Um, it was good. And we got some really good character development, um, for Michael as well, Mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of past due. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was another strong episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Charlie finally, you know, I can't say he's kicked the habit, but he, he threw the rest of his, um, drugs in the fire, Mm -hmm. um, which, which is, is great because the, in the, the, you know, throughout the whole episode, Locke is holding it for him. And he says, if you ask me for it three times and on the third time, I'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. And he does. He, he gives it to him and, and Charlie makes the decision. Yeah. To to ditch it, and it it was just I you know I I can't wait to see where the character goes from mm-hmm. here, um because that's yes. I mean you're God you're dealing with a plane crash and PTSD yeah and all the crazy stuff that the island is throwing at you and also you're going through withdrawal like that's a lot to oh, handle, yeah. and it, but he's got his guitar now so that's great yeah, um, I really like Locke as the spiritual spiritual guidance mm, um yeah like that dynamic with him and with him and Charlie in this episode was really effective well done yeah yeah um of the two episodes which did you prefer for the back I think backstory I liked and island house of house of the rising sun okay better. nice um yeah I, I I don't know I just think that sun is a really interesting character and mm-hmm. I want to learn more about her yeah um and like about her relationship with Jen and why she didn't leave him. Right. And I, I 
Charlie, I feel like I've kind of got figured out. I could sure. be totally wrong about that. They could throw a totally perfect mm-hmm. plot twist in, but uh, I, we already know a little bit more information about him than some of the other characters. So yeah, like Hurley, I can't wait to see his background right. story episode. God, I love Hurley so much. Um, yeah, I want to learn more about Michael mm-hmm. and Walt. Um, I I want to learn more about Saeed. Mm-hmm. I want to learn more about Sawyer. He's not a character oh, that I, yeah. I would typically get into, like the mm-hmm. whole bad boy, you know. But he's such As, a bad boy. Um, he's such a bad bad boy. Um, but like I <laughs> I, I don't know. I I, I want to know his story. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think he's a bad guy. Okay, interesting. Um, uh, what leads you to think that? Is it the fact that they're la- they're laying it a little bit thick that he's the bad boy of the island? Yeah, it's, well, yeah. it's like, I don't know. I just feel like there's more to him than that. Like, mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, he does help. Yeah. He does help them out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, maybe he's selfish and, mm-hmm. and, and, I don't know, but I, but I just feel like there's more there. Yeah. Remember that there is that scene in a previous episode where he's given, like, someone, uh, We've seen that, right? Yeah. Um, where, uh, someone finds, like, uh, a letter that he has and, like, he sees him reading a letter that it's his letter. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, for his backstory. Huh? Did we not? That was in the, I really hope I didn't just spoil something. I don't, I don't think I did. I don't remember that. A letter? Yeah. It wasn't in either of these episodes, but it was like, oh, yeah. It was in, yeah. It was in the pilot. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, and that, that has such a good payoff. I don't remember him reading a letter. I It was like, it was like, like, uh, let's see. Um, I believe you. It was just right. going on. I don't remember him I'm trying a to remember just the context of it. So, um, okay. It, I think it was just like in the end of the pilot episode, like it shows like the characters like doing their thing and it shows Sawyer like reading the letter. Okay. And it's like clearly like like he's having an emotional reaction to it. So okay, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So okay, <laughs> the big conflict on the island. Oh yeah, Jack, who I just I I don't like his character that much. Um, but he he's the main character. He is, but it's I'm I'm still so yeah, proud of yeah, my yeah, party yeah, of five I... joke from last time. <laughs> but anyway, um. But yeah, he is so dead set on getting everyone to go to the caves for mm-hmm. shelter and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, so it's, it's dividing into factions. Mm-hmm. Like people that want to embrace hope and that they will be rescued are wanting to stay on the beach. Whereas people who are wanting to be more practical, mm-hmm. um, are uh, going to, go the to the caves. Caves where there's fresh water yeah. and shelter. Yes. Yeah. So in this scenario, you, Kirsten, uh-huh. are one of the survivors. Um, do you want to be a main character or do you want to be a background character? <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think I would be a main character because the main okay. characters are the ones who always volunteer to go on the hikes mm-hmm. and I'm going to go out and plant this satellite thing. And like, that's yeah. not something I would volunteer to do because I, I, I mean, physically, I'm not going to be the best candidate mm-hmm. for that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but also you do like being outdoors though. I, I do, hiking. but under those conditions, I do, I, I don't have hiking boots. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't have sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I'm going. I, right. I, you know, I like to hike, but there's a trail and I don't have a good sense of direction. Right. So I have perfect direction. I, okay. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that I would be volunteering for that okay. stuff, you know, um, so you'd be a Scott or a Steve? I would, yeah. I I think I'd be a Scott, yeah. Okay. Um, but here, so here's the thing. I don't I don't think that I would know 
that we were so off course because they didn't tell that to, they didn't reveal that information to everyone. Yeah, that's true. They kept it within the group. Mm-hmm. They didn't want people to panic. Yeah, because so that was the expedition that found out about the transmission. Yeah, which so, they don't so, know about either. So they don't know that they were so far off course that any search party is going to be mm-hmm. looking for them in a completely different area. Right. As far as all the majority of the people know, the search party's out there. Mm-hmm. They're just a day away. Yeah. You know, because it's only been like eight or nine days in yeah. in universe. Yeah. On the show. Um, so, I mean, I, I honestly think that I would stay on the beach. Interesting. That, like, got, rescue is coming as far mm-hmm. as they know. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've only flown twice in okay. my life. I flew to New York and I flew mm-hmm. back. Okay. Um, and, I mean, I, but I know enough about planes to know that there's a black box to right. know that, you know, they track the plane, mm-hmm. you know, like they, on the, uh, you know, on the radar, they see where it is and they know where it's going, you know? <laughs> so, as far as I know, they're out there. They just, you know, they got to find us right. on the, on, you know, whichever island we're on. And I mean, I, so I, I, I mean, I know practic for practicality's sake, it, mm. it makes more sense to be where the shelter and where the water is. Right. But uh, you could, I mean, they've been transporting the water. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think that it makes more sense to have a small group remain on the beach mm-hmm. where they can keep the SOS Signal fire, fire going and, you know, be able to flag down rescuers if they pass by and have the main group stay. Mm-hmm. Um, the main characters. The main characters um, <laughs> stay in the cave system. But then also when the cave collapsed, I'd be like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but I think I, but I think I would want to stay on the beach because okay. that's where rescues yeah. going to see us. Okay. Follow up question. Yeah. You're a victim of this plane crash, uh-huh. a survivor of this plane crash. And it's now been eight or nine days. Uh, the, uh, more perfectly well kempt, uh, survivors that are main characters. Yes. The ones who um, have perfectly shaved armpits yes. and makeup. Yes. Which is funny because, uh, like you've been pointing out the, the shaved pits and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that like, okay, yeah, the women look like gorgeous and everything. Yeah. Um, and the men are allowed to have like, like scruggly or scraggly, scruggly. but scra- <laughs> they look a bit scruggly, scruggly, uh, scraggly, like facial hair, like yeah. beards a little bit, but it's still like, okay, it's still it's, like, stylized. it's still like sexy, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how long in that scenario, um, would it take you for you to be like, okay, I don't think rescue's coming. <laughs> like, cause in this, in this scenario, it's been like eight or nine days. Yeah. So like, how long would it be before you're like, I don't really feel like being on the beach in the I, direct sunlight. I don't know. You know, I I think as long as there as long as there were people staying on the beach, I might mm-hmm. stay there. Okay, but I'm not going to be the only one out on the beach, right? You know, um, I wouldn't want to be the only person anywhere on that fucking island. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, but as far as most of the people know, it's a regular island, and they're right. just stranded on it. Well, they've all heard oh, the, the monster, the, the, the big thing that was crashing. They, yeah, yeah, they all did witness that. Yeah, but but that's just more reason not to want to go deeper into the island. True, to be honest. true. Um, but the I think the allure of, and I'll go ahead and just say my answer. <laughs> I would go to the caves. Um, because I think the allure of having water there, fresh water yeah. and endless supply was like, okay, yep, I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because also, it's not, okay, as long as there are still people on the beach, like, yeah, it's I know. not it's like, it's not like you're not yeah. gonna get rescued if exactly. people show up. I know that, but I don't know. Hmm. Cool. That's, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm more of a yeah. hopeful person, like, that's I, fair. I, you know, in in that situation, like maybe some people need to have that yeah. hope. Like it's it's something that they 
like need and, well, to have. I just, and I just at that point you would have no reason to not think that they're right. on their way. Mm-hmm. So true. Um, I mean, if I knew, then mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be like, well, yeah, I'm gonna go to the cave because, as far as I know, rescue right is never coming. Also, one of the big. So if I was things, a main character, yeah, then I think I would move to the caves. Right. Also, another big kind of um, part of that is like the doctor is going to be in the caves. Like that's true. Yeah, but so, I mean, but also Saeed is staying behind and he's pretty proficient. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but it's he's more technical and everything. Yeah, he's not. But, well, but I would. I mean. As far as I know, like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm relatively safe out there. I mean, they've, right. been, they've been safe out there for eight or nine days. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, it's just a beach. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they had the boars attack. Yeah. And... But, but they're, I, I think they're relatively safe. Okay. That's fair. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And also it should be pointed out as referenced in one of your earlier episodes on the podcast. You do have some experience. With all of this, uh, this may have actually been in the in the Patreon feed, um, oh. because you were uh, one of the stars of a Gilligan's Island uh, oh. short film from high school. I was. It was called yeah. Gilligan's Island. Yes. Um, and we filmed it in like a creek, uh, <laughs> and I got nasty creek water in my mm-hmm. mouth. Um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I I, I played uh, Mr. Howell the millionaire, yes. and I played the movie star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was good. Yeah. Good so work. I know all about yes. being stranded survival and, and yeah. being stranded. Yeah, having to hunt for lycra. Yes. Yeah. Sure. This um, is the thing. Is oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> link in the show notes, of course. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, anything else we can really talk about with with Lost Point? <laughs> also, it would be funny if we finished watching somehow finished watching Lost before we finished watching Flashpoint. <laughs> And then, like, my next show would be, like, the one season of Flash Forward. So it would just Flash, be called Flash. Flashpoint. Or it would just be called Flashpoint. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, I like Flash Flash. Yeah, it's, it's good, too. No, I, no, I, I think that's okay. a... I think yeah. That um, yeah. Any new theories? Anything any, Anything spark your interest that um, oh, you want to put well, on the record? There, I, there wasn't a whole lot of um, Mystery Island stuff right. in, in The Moth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, we got the, the Adam and Eve couple, mm-hmm. um, in, uh, uh, House of the Rising Sun. I will say that there was that cliffhanger at the end of the moth where someone knocks oh, out yes. Saeed. Yeah. What do you, what do you make of that? Um, I don't know. I don't know who it was. I mean, well, I could have been Sawyer, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was. Okay. Um, he is the island bad boy. Yeah. Well, Much and, like on the bad boy podcasting. And he's out there with Saeed, but like mm-hmm. they were far enough away. I mean, they just launched the flares. So I, I don't, I don't think it was Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was the others or, ah. um, I don't know. I don't know who, I mean, I can't think of anyone on the island who would have motive. Right. To knock him, to, to attack Saeed. I mean, mm-hmm. he's trying to get them off the island. Yeah. So it's got to be someone who wants to keep these people on the island or sees Saeed as a threat. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Interesting. I just realized, like, uh, I, I, like I'm thinking ahead mm-hmm. and like next time we might have some answers, but I don't, it, it'll, this is, this is an interesting conversation that we'll keep in mind for next time. Mm. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think that will about do it for this episode then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, check out. Oh, I didn't even, oh God, I feel terrible. Um, I made a guest appearance on you're going to love this or not. 
um, uh, a podcast where I, <laughs> I was invited into um, Matt's uh, subterranean fun pit. Um, it's Matt and Josh. They're the hosts of it. Uh, basically, Matt picks a terrible movie to subject uh-huh. Josh to, and they have a uh, guest on. And I was uh, fortunate enough to be a guest on the podcast, and we watched Short Circuit 2. Um, so check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes, of course, and you're going to love this or not is a part of the, uh, geeking in, uh, geeking in Indiana family of podcasts. So our friend Tony over there, uh, is kind of, uh, a producer on that. So yeah, check that out. It was a lot of fun. Um, those guys put on a really fun show. So Kirsten's, uh, yawning. Yeah. Well, it's 1030. It's past my bedtime. (laughs) It is. Goddamn. Um, okay. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Uh, Tiny and I are going to have a Game of Thrones finale special. Also check out Anthology, uh, where I'm reviewing the Twilight Zone, both old and new. And yeah, also Tower Junkies, subscribe to that. So when we bring it back, it'll pop up on your feed. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and see you next time. Bye. Um, so I found an article from Digital Spy that's kind of leap, uh, leapfrog, or, I don't know, uh, using, uh, there's a piggybacking, yes, <laughs> off of a, an Entertainment Weekly, uh, article where EW spoke to Anthony and Joe Russo, Russo uh-huh. about, um, the version, okay, I can't really dance around spoilers on this, spoilers for Endgame, uh, very, very vague spoilers, but there is, an element to the movie that involves 2012 New York and Loki is in that sequence and he does something with the Tesseract. And that is going to be probably the most, uh, um, (laughs) uh, that's going to be, that's what people are saying. Like, okay, that's going to lead to the Loki show. Mm -hmm. So the Russo brothers said, Um, let's see. So EW asked the Russos about that version of Loki and Joe, like quote, Joe slightly teased that interestingly, Loki has a show. Um, this follows on from them saying, quote, the minute that Loki does something as dramatic as take the space stone. I'm just going to put this at the end since it's end game spoilers, but, um, as dramatic as take the space stone, he creates a branched reality, which, mm-hmm. you know, is the whole point of this conversation. In, yeah, in, yeah. In, in the movie heavily. Right. But, um, so, uh, <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. And the whole point of the article, it says, it gets very complicated, but it would be impossible for Cap to rectify the timeline unless he found Loki. So, in that storyline, like, there is presumably, like, a, a story about Cap going after Loki for the power for for the Tesseract, and like they're saying that like theoretically Chris Evans could reprise his role as Captain America in uh, the Loki show. I mean, why else would they specifically say Captain America? I mean, I I do know that he he does travel back at the end of Endgame, but right, which that can also um, bring in uh, bring into play something interesting. Um, The Something that I, I've had in my head like all week was that so Cap goes back in time. Yeah, time travel stuff makes my head hurt. It's, Go on. You know, and I I love it. I love it because anything that makes your head hurt is great. Oh, good. Um no, I, I love time travel as just a plot device. I think it's in the right hands, it's it's great. Yeah. Um but like I got this idea in my head that 
Um, okay, I read like a Reddit comment saying that uh, I want to I see... Uh, like, can you imagine Cap being in like the 40s and 50s with Peggy and they're living happily ever after, but uh, Cap has to transition to being back in that time because he's lived oh, for, yeah. Yeah, with technology he's and stuff. He's basically a millennial at this yeah, point. Exactly. <laughs> so like one of the scenarios He goes back is, and he's like, big mood, and they're like, what? Right, right. <laughs> And, uh, Shaking my head. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you narrating <laughs> what you're doing? Exactly. So, like, one of the scenarios was, um, was like Peggy saying something like, oh, hey, honey, can you, can you, uh, find, uh, or like, can you, can you find out where we need to go for this or whatever? And then him just being like, oh, yeah, I'll go, fuck. <laughs> um, but, the thing that I kind of had in my head when I read that that comment was like, how great would it be? And obviously, since Chris Evans is, you know, not he's moving on, um, I would love to see like a, a a TV show or even like a comic book run where it's just um, it's Cap back in time with Peggy. They're in like that that timeline has branched off into mm-hmm. its own reality, and it's like adventures of Peggy Carter and Captain America going and throughout like their new like timeline Mm -hmm. just stopping like the stuff that that cap knows about so like the kennedy assassination and like the cuban missile crisis and stuff like having that knowledge and doing that i think that would be really fun here's a thing that i didn't get and it 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 took me a little bit of time digesting Mm -hmm. endgame before i realized so when he does go back and he misses that time checkpoint and doesn't return to to the current timeline Mm -hmm. and he decides to stay in the past with Peggy. Wouldn't that have created its own branch? It did time, but okay. But here's, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. The world that, that cap lived in from that point would have ended up being drastically different Right. From the current timeline. So how did he end up there again? The Russo brothers actually uh, addressed this. I mean, because this. he wouldn't have been around for, like, right. the Battle of New York, you know? Well, that's the thing. So he was, but, like, when, when he, he went back... He would have been in, old. Well, no, 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 no. When he went back in time, that's his present, like they say in the movie, that, like, the past becomes his future. His future. So, like, when the hold moment on, that he... On. Yes, the past he arrives at is now his present. Essentially, yes, I know, and it follows that. So it's not like it's not like him going back in time and being with Peggy takes him away from the entire MCU. I I know that. Oh, like in this new timeline. So the 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 our current timeline. Mm -hmm. Where they're waiting for Cap to come back. That's not going to change. I understand right. that. Uh, now I'm but catching he, up. But with yeah, you. but his new mm-hmm. branched universe. You know. Like he he still comes to exist in mm-hmm. 2019. He's still alive, but he w- in, in that branch timeline he wouldn't have been there for the Battle of New York and 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 Ultron and uh, Sokovia. All that. that's true. Although, but he still ended up in that same place. And although I will say that he he him being back in time like that makes there's two Captain Americas in that time in that branch and everything because mm-hmm. he's still frozen yeah so theoretically like he he can so live he his peaceful existence yeah everything can happen and that just brings in so many like different yeah different like inevitable branches because assuming that he doesn't like do his whole adventure thing uh with peggy that's just inevitably like every time 
every time it happens, like he has to create a new branch yeah. and stay with Peggy. God, it's, it's, I know. See, this it's is what so I'm interesting. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I was going to connect that to some, Oh, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking that when you, when you were talking about that, um, just to address this, if anyone's confused about it, when he comes back and he's on the bench and everything as an old man, that's him. He's like, he was returning to that branch. Like he's, it wasn't like he, Waited around and went back to that. Oh, really? Went back to that bench. How do you right. know that? Because in his in his reality that he goes back to and is with Peggy, like that doesn't exist anymore. Like, or it, it's not that it doesn't exist anymore, but he is now in a new timeline. So the timeline that we're in, where he went back in the past and everything, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's why I was confused. Yeah. because he right. would have. I mean, he would have changed the entire course of events going exactly. forward but by, since it's by another, being there. Yeah, okay. But since right. it's another branch, he hopped back to his original branch, and then and then to, went and then goodbye. went back home with exactly. Okay. Yep. Um, so anyway, uh, that was all. We gotta stop talking about Endgame. I know. God damn it. <laughs> this is too much. Yeah. Okay. We're supposed so... to be talking about Detective Pikachu. I know. Okay. So. The Obsessive Viewer podcast is edited and produced by Matt Hurt and presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. For a full archive of our episodes, go to ObsessiveViewer.com slash OV archive. You can also like our Facebook page and join the OV Facebook group at facebook.com slash the obsessive viewer. And follow us on Twitter at obsessive viewer and at obsessive tiny. And follow our recurring co-hosts at I am Mike White, that's me, at RA Feckus and at burger underscore lurker. If you enjoy the show, please take a couple minutes to leave us a rating and a quick review on Apple Podcasts. This is the easiest way to support what we do, and all it costs is a little bit of your time. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can make a PayPal donation at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate, or support us on Patreon for recurring donations and access to commentary tracks and B-roll audio recorded exclusively for patrons at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer. Every donation goes toward paying the fees to keep the podcast running and is greatly appreciated. For official Obsessive Viewer merch, including shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more, visit our Tee Public store. You can find a link to the store in the show notes of this episode and at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate. Or you can simply search for Obsessive Viewer at teepublic.com, T-E-E, public.com. For information about our annual live event showcasing short horror films from local filmmakers, check out shocktoberinirvington.com. And for an archive of all our events, as well as news about potential future events, head over to obsessiveviewer.com slash live. For more podcast content, you can find Anthology, Matt's solo podcast covering The Twilight Zone, and other classic and contemporary science fiction anthology TV shows at anthologypod.com and on Twitter at OVAnthologyPod. You can also find Tower Junkies, a podcast where Matt and Tiny share their love of all things Stephen King and his magnum opus, The Dark Tower series, at TowerJunkiesPod.com and at TowerJunkiesPod on Twitter. And finally, check out The Secular Perspective, Tiny's side project podcast, which tackles current events and life's big questions from the perspective of secular hosts Chad and Amanda at thesecularperspective.com. The theme music for The Obsessive Viewer comes courtesy of the band Loudlike from their EP, Mistakes We Must Make. Additional bumper music is provided courtesy of As Good As It Gets, which can be found at facebook.com slash asgoodasitgetsband. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.
kitty.